Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. My name is Ebony. It is another DMT Express with that 15 minutes or less. I'm going to talk about the trending, trending on my heart and mind. And we are on day 20 of Black History Month. Today, I am talking about the comedy, the great movie, Harlem Nights. We are slowly transitioning from the sitcom, black sitcom, into black comedy movies. If you haven't noticed, there's been a slight slow transition. Uh, so today... Let's strap in, have some fun, and talk about this Eddie Murphy classic. All right, let's go. Okay, let's jump in on this one. We are talking about Harlem Nights, and more of the fact, I'm talking about Harlem Nights. Why is this movie so part of the culture? And I will tell you why. So, a little bit on the background. Uh, this is a quintessential Eddie Murphy movie, 1989. Uh, Eddie Murphy was given the chance to not only star, direct, write, and uh, executive produce this movie. Uh, you could tell it's his first foray into this type of endeavor. So think about the time we're talking about. So we're talking about this is around the same time we've got I'm a Get You Sucker. It's the same time that we've got uh, Robert Townsend doing his great uh everything uh, behind the camera so we're getting some representation when it comes behind the camera now there are a lot of critics of this movie and I can see why uh, let's go to some facts so this movie had a budget of 30 million dollars uh, in its opening weekend uh, it could be considered a failure uh, it only grossed uh, domestically speaking I believe uh, want to say this was only 16 million ish uh, I want to say I would say 16 100 thousand dollars approximate grossing on its opening weekend uh, but with a budget such of its time uh, it has gotten some bad reviews a lot of bad reviews and trust me I pretty much tried to read them all to understand what's going on so ultimately speaking uh, this film did recoup its money um, on a budget of 30 million uh, it ended up uh, making 60 over almost 61 million uh, approximately uh, 60,857 or 60 million eight hundred fifty seven thousand two hundred twenty six dollars domestic box office and then 35 million for a total worldwide box office of ninety five million eight hundred fifty seven thousand two hundred twenty six dollars so I'm just gonna round that up and say almost around ninety six million so it more than tripled right uh, its budget now I'm not saying that that basically came over time uh, did not have good rankings in the box office and a lot of people had some very harsh criticism for good old Eddie Murphy um, I'm only going to talk about the great things that I saw in this movie because I remember seeing this movie uh, at a younger age I laughed I laughed uh, again this movie came out I was four uh, but what I felt was some very important things about this movie is why I put it on my list and why it gets its own segment so here's some things it's a cult classic uh, the critics aside there are a lot of people that fell in love with this movie for what it was um, nostalgia uh, the people that are part of the you know the cast I think that's a big part of it this was an interesting addition to the black culture and so look at it from that lens did you, I, 
me personally, I don't think it was going to win any big, you know, awards besides the Razzies, right? Um, but what is important is that it is depicting a certain place in time. Uh, it's, you know, talking about, uh, uh, you know, prohibition of all things. So uh, here's a little bit about the actual premise. Uh, so let, let's dive into this because I think that's a, an important piece about why I think people fell in love with this uh, movie. So you've got uh, some big names, and I say some big names, and I'm only going to name a few. So you've got Eddie Murphy as Quick, you've got Richard Pryor as Sugar Ray, you've got Red Fox as Benny Wilson, you've got Danny Alejo as Phil Catone, Michael Lerner as Bugsby Calhoun, Della Reese as Vera, uh, Belinda Talbert as Annie. Stan Shaw as Jack Jenkins. Jasmine Guy was in this as Dominique LaRue. Uh, let's see, go on, going on. You got uh, Lila Rashan as Sunshine. You had Arsenio Hall as the Crying Man. You had Thomas Ford in this movie. Thomas Ford in this movie as Tommy Smalls. And then you had Uncle Ray Murphy as Willie. Uh, and of course, some other names that I want to pull out of the uh, pull out of the hat. Uh, Robin Harris was in this movie as Jerome, and then you also had uh, Charlie Murphy in this movie, in a, in a list upon list of other people. Now, you're like, this sounds like a star-studded cast. Absolutely, it was. You had some of the biggest names, biggest names. You had you had a roster that up until that day was unmatched, and that's just my personal opinion. I'm still going to stand by 10 toes down. Uh, just the fact that you had Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and Red Fox all in one room together, uh, in one film together, is very, very important. Now, uh, the critics, uh, this movie plays on stereotypes. It's not staying authentic to the 1930s uh, with its dialogue, and I think it's less than that. I found it rather entertaining. Uh, so what is it about Harlem Nights that keeps us watching it oh my gosh I can't even count now how many years later um, so let's talk about this so right the premise is uh, Harlem Nights it's a comedy drama uh, you've got a gambling nightclub run by two people and, and a whole slew of other things that are happening police officers, gangsters uh corrupt nature of, of, of being in business and then basically winning over you know winning over uh, the enemies of the land uh, and then eventually uh, having to leave the city uh, for other lands uh, it was an amusing movie for what it was um, so let's 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 dive into this so you've got Eddie Murphy playing this all-around genius in the movie uh take aside but what i really loved is what it was really talking about say it's harkening you back to harlem new york city in the 1930s doing prohibition and what i loved about it was the costume design and the vibrancy of i mean I, this is i this is i think the first time that i really seen like jasmine guy in a movie and like she was gorgeous. Uh, this is the first time I saw Lila Rashawn in a movie, besides paying attention that she was later in uh, Waiting to Excel. Um, I, 
I, again, these are these are movies that are where you get some names that are later going to still be propelled later on. Now, what's a big critique of this movie is the fact that there is ooh, copious amounts of profanity. Uh, lots of <laughs> lots and lots of profanity. Uh, the movie was R-rated, and there were, there was another uh, reason that uh, there were some people uh, that were talking about this movie uh, playing on the stereotypical means of African Americans and blacks in the community, uh, and that's why it didn't gain a lot of recognition. Uh, sure, I I mean I put it in the lines of black cinema. Um, you, you've got right the do the right things, the school days. Uh, this was a different. This was telling a different story within that particular genre. And I don't think it was um, meant to pander to the regular masses. Uh, and I think that's why it got so many people up in arms. Uh, the critics uh, just were not a fan of it. Uh, but. It, it wasn't about I don't I don't think this film was about winning any awards um, it, it was for the culture and you could see it and more importantly and which is why I'm gonna end on this note is the fact that uh, you have three generations of powerhouse comedians in one movie and I don't I think I want to say this is like legitimately the last time I can recall that you had this type of uh, star power in a movie, in one movie, good, bad, and different, right? Uh, generally speaking, the movie was funny. It had funny scenes. It had, uh, it kept moving and flowing. Uh, whether or not we liked the ending or liked how it was really portrayed, uh, you had the likes of Adela Reese. You had the likes of a Red Fox, uh, and that's why I kind of mentioned though I don't think that they were used to their full capacity in the movie they still they still shined um still fan phenomenal comedians in their own right and I would have that's like one of those times where I was like I wish I could have been like on set when they're going through these lines and you've got these particular actors together and I wonder if things were like things I would like want to ask about going off script and and how much of it was like staying true to the dialogue now obviously a lot of these uh the older actors have passed on so that's including Richard Pryor Red Fox uh oh man I'm trying to like look down on the list and uh, more than a few others uh Thomas Ford like I, I would love to ask them how this went um many people don't really talk about it anymore uh so this is why I chose this movie it's a staple of the black community uh, it's does what it's supposed to do, which was to make you laugh. Uh, you 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 get these actors roasting one another, and uh, it, it is what it it is. It's it's a comedy, comedy drama, dramedy comedy. It it does what it's supposed to do, and uh, it's the question of execution. Uh, I think is the real question. But I wanted to give my hats off to Eddie Murphy. I want to give my hats off to these greats. Uh, and bring, hopefully, this movie to a whole new generation if their parents will allow them to get past all the gratuitous amounts of uh, profanity. But I'm going to end on this note, and I want to end on this particular scene. 
and obviously you probably already know what scene I'm going to pick. It is the pinky toe fight scene. Take a listen. I'm not playing with you. I will blow that little black, gnarled, crusty, dead motherfucker the fuck off your foot. Now put the razor away. You must be crazy to pull your gun on me. You're going to be the nine-toe having this limp in this bitch in Harlem. You don't stop fucking with me. Now put the razor away. Well, go ahead. Shoot, he it is. There it is. Shoot. Quick, go ahead. Take your best shot. And that was <laughs> the pinky toe scene. Uh, as always, this is fun. I love reminiscing about these movies and the nostalgia that it brings back. So tell me what you think. Did you actually like Harlem Nights? If so, what did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Uh, and what scenes stuck out to you? As always, I'm sending peace, love, positivity, and good vibes. I will catch you next time. Peace.